Welcome to Japan according to Akil. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host Akil, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Yo, hey everyone, what's up? It's、uh, gonna be a speedy episode, kind of crazy episode, spur of the moment. I explain it during the episode, but、um, you know, really good content, short but sweet. I think you'll like it. Please remember to like, please remember to share, please remember to heart, do whatever, comment, all that shit, okay?、Um, we talk about you know, moving to Japan. I give some of my perspective. I go through a quick list, answer one quick question,、um, and then we just get out of here. So, which I'm gonna do right now. So, enjoy. Yo, yo, what's going on? It's episode 138 of the podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. I'm doing fine. I got my co host, Doggy, on the side of me. He was trying to jump on my lap, and I was like, dude, not right now. <laughs>、uh, so, yeah, this is going to be a fucked up episode.、Uh, I'm, I completely, well, not fucked up my schedule, but、um, I. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I just had a lot going on. Well, not even a lot going on today.、Uh, this today's my day off, as you can probably see. It's daytime if you're watching on YouTube. And basically, you know, I had some time off. I chilled in the morning a little bit, got really sleepy because I finished this Japanese movie yesterday and was doing some reading for、um, one of my,、um, for my other work. Basically, I'm reading this, this book on. on On advertising and stuff like that. So, okay, yes, dog. Okay, you can come on up here. Okay. <laughs> My dog is like, let me up on your lap, goddammit. <laughs> give me some love. Give me some attention. Yes, yes, doggy. So, um, so yeah, I was I was reading and watching the movie last night. And so, um, I also went to the chiropractor yesterday. I had, I've been had my shoulders been fucking with me. So, I went to the chiropractor for like the first time in my life. And it actually went really well. Shoulder feels a lot better. Uh, so, like this morning, I went up for a nap. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm going to take a nap and then do some housework. Then, you know, got like a couple hours, got the house to myself, got a couple hours to record the podcast. Man, I overslept my ass. Me and the doggy were knocked the fuck out.、Um, yeah, I woke up. I was like, shit, I got to, you know, it's getting falls coming. I got to take out my winter clothes. I got to do that. Some of my winter clothes are missing. I'm like,、uh, the sweatshirt I really like that I made. Well, I didn't make a sweatshirt, but just put a patch on it, iron on patch on it. I can't find that shit. I don't know where that is. But anyway,、um, <clears throat> so like, yeah, shit, you know, I'm doing that and I'm like, fuck time. So I come run downstairs. Fuck, I'm hungry. Gotta eat. Fuck, I forgot to hang the laundry, which I promised to do. Shit, now it's like, you know, four or something, and I gotta hurry up <laughs> and record something before、uh, it's time for me to leave.、Um, so, yeah, this is gonna be a really, really fast episode. I didn't prepare shit. I just read you know, the stuff that I prepared last time. I gotta move it back to this time,、uh, next time, just because my, my apologies on it. This is gonna be a really, really short one, but, you know,、um, I'm behind schedule. I was like, I just wanna get something out. Uh, before the weekend comes, because that's kind of, you know, from tomorrow, it's going to be my really busy time. So I got to get something, you know, feed the streets. I got to get the streets what they want, get the people what they want. <laughs> something like that.、Um, but anyway, all right, I'm going to get into it. Somebody's probably can't. 
yeah, somebody's probably come back. So I'll probably cut this in, in a second. But see, you can you see shit's all fucking crazy, man. Sorry, sorry, sorry. This is a fucking crazy episode. But anyway, um, Joshua, you sent me a comment. So Rod, the stuff I have for you, um, again, I got I just didn't have time to research it. I got to put it to the next episode. I got a quick list. Uh, Joshua's question, and I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. All right, so um, <clears throat> so Joshua asked me. I gotta I gotta reread it. Sorry. <laughs> uh about complimenting it's a great question giving compliments right and how uh this yeah 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 so when to give compliments or things like that and this is that i remember what i what i wanted to really say <laughs> speaking of giving compliments i'm in my free time i'm watching like the bachelorette japan as well like i just started turning that on while i was hanging laundry just because i like watching you know you know i like watching like sh weird shit <laughs> <laughs> and it's just weird, you know, but just to see how Japanese people interact and and especially that show, I think I talked about before, is not like a realistic show at all. But I want to see the dream. I was thinking about I want to see the dreams they're selling people, you know, so you can tell a lot about like a society or, you know, about like advertising or marketing based on what they're pushing to people. So um, the Japanese version of this shit is fucking weird, you know, <laughs> but <laughs> it's entertaining weirdness. So uh, I'm watching some of it until I get tired of it. But anyway, um, giving compliments, right? Like the reason why I wanted to answer this on the show was because for me, there are two different things where you where you're talking about giving compliments to a Japanese woman. My only one man's opinion, right? Um, either. And again, this is, you know, my opinion. But uh, when I was single, you know, I'll give a compliment to a girl even now, you know, it's fine. But um, generally speaking, I'll say if you're talking about like in a, how to explain this in a situation where, you know, you're trying to pick somebody up or are you on a date? Right. I think is the main thing with a Japanese person, Japanese woman. Let's say if you're trying to pick them up, um, you know, in a nightclub or a park or a store i don't know whatever the fuck you're gonna meet somebody right <laughs> whatever the fuck you're gonna do um generally speaking like that might be the if, if you if you have a chance to talk to the person for more than a few minutes five ten minutes or whatever then uh immediate compliment will serve you quite well you know especially if it's a situation where you're clearly picking this person up you clearly hollering you know that um depending on her personality that might be the best time to do that um, I think, yeah, so, so in that, you know, because Japanese people don't really get compliments in general, don't really get compliments on a daily basis, right? You know, in the West, especially in America, you know, a girl's getting called pretty and beautiful and hey, sexy or whatever the fuck people say nowadays. Like, you know, um, I don't know if cat calling quote unquote is, is still socially acceptable or not. I see on TV, sometimes it's not, I don't really know what the rules are. Again, I'm living in like 2004 land people. So if I sound kind of out of date you know my bad but um you know gen generally you know giving a woman a compliment um uh, women are, are are a lot more in the west are a lot more accustomed to getting compliments on a daily basis you know 10 20 30 depending on where you live and you know maybe how 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 attractive some people might find you you know dozens of times a day possibly but in japan that's not really the case so a woman could literally go years without hearing okay doggy 
without getting a, a, a sincere, uh, without getting a sincere or whatever, you're getting a compliment from a guy. She can literally go years, maybe even never, without getting a compliment from a guy. So, um, you know, or if she does, like, for it depends on the setting. If you are in a nightclub or a bar or something like that, you know, maybe it might happen rarely or things like that. Again, I would say it, it might be the, depending on the sincerity of what you're saying is is the important thing. Like, you know. Depending on your atmosphere and depending on the girl, depending on a lot of different things, you know, like, you know, her personality, what she wants, you, your personality. Do you seem like a player? Do you seem like a nice guy? You know, does it seem like a sincere compliment? If it is uh, and you just met this girl, I would say, go ahead. and I would give a compliment, you know, and it would serve you a lot better to do that. I think in the first, you know, it doesn't nothing deep. I would say nothing deep, nothing like, oh, my God. Like, I was watching this fucking show. Like, this guy was, like, singing to this girl and shit, like, five minutes after he met her. I was like, what the fuck? You know, it's kind of too heavy. Remember, Japan's a very indirect language, right? So if you look into someone's eyes and you're like, you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. And say some shit like that, like, it's kind of like, whoa, to the average Japanese woman. But just like, oh, wow, you're, you know, you're really pretty. Like, something light that you would say, like, that maybe a Western woman might think is, like, Duh, of course. Don't you look at my hair? Like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, You know, that goes a long way when you first meet someone. Now, for me, on a date, it's kind of a preset situation where it's kind of more established that you like the person, that the person might be interested in you. Again, meeting on apps and shit like that, I don't really know the rules of how that would go, so I can't really say too much about that. that but again, that's why I would say, like, the second half of the date or the end of the date would be better after you get to know someone they let their guard down a bit you know um would would, because they're more than likely you know scouting you out for the possibility of being a, a serious boyfriend so um if you are into that person you know um if in japanese like there's a lot of like self-consciousness that goes on and, and self-doubt that goes on with with the way Japanese people think and because every word you know could be like wait what does he mean by that what do you mean by that but it goes on you know um in Japanese language Japanese society um in Japanese communication so if you you know making if there's any doubt whether you like the person you don't need to, you don't need to repeat it you know you don't need to um push you know in in, in English English is um, a very direct language. We have to um, say things with use things, express things with words. Otherwise, it's not really known. But Japanese isn't like that. You know, it's a very Im- implied language. So, you saying something one time, it could be the lightest compliment. It doesn't have to be serious at all. It's gonna hit its mark. You know, very strongly, and she'll know clearly that oh wow, this guy really likes me. He said that my hair looks nice, or he said that like my eyes are pretty, or something like that. Or you know, in the light of this, wherever the fuck we are, bar like you know, my smile shines, or some shit like that. I don't know what the fuck you want to say. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna give you pickup lines, but <laughs> but <laughs> the point is like that's going to hit its mark, you know, uh, really, really strongly, really, really directly with your average Japanese girl. If you're in a nightclub and you're just throwing back shots and grinding on some chick, like, that's a completely different ball game, you know. I would just say, you know, just just go for the home run. And, I mean, not literally. <laughs> if you want to, you can. But, you know, if you got skills, I don't know. But, you know, I would say don't really hold anything back. There's no subtlety involved in that type of situation, right? 
Especially if someone you're vibing with, you you know, you spend some time with maybe like 15, 20 minutes with. Yeah, just fuck it. Just tell them they look pretty and see what happens, you know. Um, and you never know. Like, it, it might work out. Like, it, it, I think it will. That In my experience, what I've seen, uh, what I've heard, uh, that's kind of how, the, what the playbook is for that situation. Again, like compared to my knowledge of the West, you know, is compliments early and often, but they don't really have as much impact as one well-placed comment in Japan. Not two. I would say not two. Two becomes embarrassing. Three, you know, two or three on the same date becomes kind of embarrassing, you know, for her, right? And it might also be like, well, what is this guy getting at, you know, or something like that. But it'll definitely hit its mark with one well-placed comment. So, yeah, that that's my advice on that. Hope it helps. Let me know again with more comments, more emails, questions for Akil at gmail.com if you have any more questions about that. By the way, I noticed that I'm looking at the analytics. Of course, I got like a little bit of data on YouTube, but um, dating in Japan seems to be like uh, the number one search topic that people find discover the podcast for so i don't know maybe i am hitch maybe i am turning into dr love for japan hopefully i am giving somebody some love whenever they fuck they open up this country back up i don't know hopefully help you help you guys out in the streets you know like i'm retired so you know hey <laughs> i'm out the game so you know just try pass it on to the next generation all right <laughs> all right so that's that um the last thing i have for you is a quick article that i just like quickly google um and found some shit that I can just expand on not everything but it's some quest oh, sorry I thought I heard the door is 10 questions to ask before moving to another country so 10 questions to ask before moving to another country it's just a quick list um of some things and oh by the way this reminds me because um my speaking of that I, I wanted to originally record this episode on uh, the tenth, the other day, two nights ago, which was the tenth and the not the tenth, ten fuck, um, the what was, what was that gonna be, sixteenth, sixteenth anniversary of me coming to Japan, um, passed a few days ago, but again, I was just like, eh, I wasn't gonna try, and for, you know, I tried tend not to try and force things, um, with putting out content, so um, you know, well, I'm forcing it now, <laughs> but no, like I, I have like momentum in a time frame, but I know if I record tonight, I would be kind of forcing it and would kind of pr probably not be in the mood to record. So now I'm like awake and alert, but I literally have like 30 minutes before I gotta leave the house. So that's why it's a short episode. Um, but yeah, so um, just that I, I'm gonna frame this this conversation uh article based on you know my life maybe some advice i was playing with the idea looking back what would i tell myself 16 years ago or some shit like that i don't know we'll, we'll figure it out as we go so okay here we go 10 questions to ask before moving to another country so the first one why are you leaving right um my obvious choice 16 years ago if you haven't heard was you know i didn't have a chance to study abroad in japan when i was in university i had that miracle conversation with a professor that changed the course of my life um but you know asking yourself why you're leaving and i was watching this um this documentary on a or american quarterback to a Tua. Okay, I can't say his last name, but I've been watching his career since he was in high school. He plays for the Miami um, Dolphins now, but 
um, he was in the documentary, they were talking about something where his grandfather used to tell him a story about the lion and the gazelle. And I'm probably just totally butchering the story, but whatever, it had a good point. And, you know, he was saying that, like, they're both running in life. The, li- the lion and the gazelle are both running. And um, the difference is the gazelle is running away from something and the lion is running towards something. Right. And I would say if you're coming to I, it, it just remember popped back into my head, because if you're leaving your country or coming to Japan, one question to ask yourself, are you you know running towards something or are you running away from something? If you're running away from something, I I'm of the mind that, you know, Japan might not be the best place for you. Or, um, you know, you might want to reevaluate your priorities and why you're so infatuated with coming to Japan. If you're running towards something, something you want to gain, something you want to experience, yes, you know, very rewarding experience. But you could because, you know, me coming to Japan, it wasn't what I expected. I I didn't get what I expected from Japan. I got so much more. Look at fucking life change. You know, I'm a better person. I'm a fucking father. I'm fucking, you know. Um. Uh, honestly, I, well, now you can hear for the podcast if you're a long time listener. It's been a winding ass road, and I'm still not to the end of my journey. You know, you never get to the end of your journey, but you know, I'm not where I want to be. But you know, it it has made me so much of a better person and so much more of a happy person. I in 2020, what I say, a year that people say is one of the shittiest years in in the history of modern the modern world is the best year of my life. <laughs> you know, I spent fucking six, almost three months in the house. and But it was great because I had a bunch of family time, spent a bunch of time with my son. Like, it's, it's good. It's fucking all great. So, um, you know, but I came here running towards something, wanting to experience something, not running away from my life in America, my crappy-ass life in America or something like that, you know. And it, it was an idea that was in my head for years and years and years. And that built the momentum, which led me here, you know. Um, so that's what I would say. If you're like, a fuck, I hate my town. Fuck, I hate this. I have this fantasy of I don't like my current life in Tokyo or wherever the fuck is, is, is going to be so much better and so much cooler. And I can leave this bullshit behind. Don't fucking come to this country because more than likely you're going to be disappointed and going to fucking complain to my ass, you know, or make it more difficult for my ass living here when you get here, whenever the fuck they open up these borders. So, okay, just run towards whatever you fucking want in life. God damn it. God damn it. (laughs) Okay. Um. Where will you live is an important point too. Uh, again, for me, coming when I came here, this was a completely different story. Um, what I would say, well, you know, com- finding a place now is a lot easier than it was when I when I moved here because you have, you know, um, the web infrastructure is a lot more sophisticated. You have a smartphone. You know, I was going to a goddamn internet cafe looking up shitty ass, uh, fucking. WordPress websites to try and find the guest house. I don't even know how the fuck I found my guest house. I just remember like it was the most fucked up website like I had ever seen. <laughs> it was on like the the 50th page of Google or some shit like, you know, I, it was just terrible. Like the background was like, you know, this I remember it was just this piercing shade of blue and the font was completely difficult to read, but it was a good guest house, you know. So the the point is, you know, it's a lot easier to figure out where you're going to um, live uh, coming to Japan now, which is a good thing. Uh, will How will you earn a living? Yes, 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 yes. You've heard me talk about this before. You know, not only your 
I would say not only don't don't your calculations are probably going to be wrong. Let me say that also too. Like, <laughs> like whatever you calculate, unless it's like a, yeah, especially in the beginning, fuck that. Whatever you calculate, you're going to make, you're going to need in Japan. You're going to be wrong. Double it, maybe even triple it, especially the first like three months you live here. That's just a fact, right? Like at some point I tell people, who new teachers coming here they first are like hey i got money i'm like at some point you're gonna be eating curry every day like you're gonna be eating 100 yen curry every day you're gonna be living off of rice balls every goddamn day at some point in the beginning of your time in japan unless you have a really really solid nest egg and a really really solid job that's just a fact that's just the way it is, right? Even when I had a fucking solid job and a solid income, I was still had that time, point in time when, because something unexpected, life life happens, you know. I had to move, you know, um, and, and from my apartment, plus I was paying back my company loan one month. I remember this very clearly. Um, I, I can't remember, you know, I'm not going to get too deep into the story. But maybe I'll retell it another time. But, you know, um, when I had to move out of my first my first company apartment, um, and move into uh, my guest house. So there was that month, you know, at first I was living all right, but then there was that month where I, st I got a loan from my company. So I was repaying that loan. I had to pay my, my rent for my old apartment. Plus I had to pay my deposit and my rent for my new apartment. Plus I had to pay for moving all in the same month, right? So I was eating curry, <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> I was eating like hundred yen curry, like three meals a day, like for like about a good couple of weeks. And it's just like that time. And where you're just like, yeah, I got money. Then you wait, hold up. Shit, shit, shit. Oh shit. And then, <laughs> and then you're just like, fuck, I'm broke. Like that time is going to happen regardless of what, like, you know, um, your first few months in here. So definitely triple your nest egg will be what you need to do. Um, can you obtain the necessary visa paper, uh, visa or work permits? That's just a given. If you can't do that, then don't even fucking bother coming here. How much will it cost to live? We similar to how much money do you need? Double it, triple it, like whatever your expectations are, especially nowadays. Think of a side hustle. You have the internet, start selling shit online, do whatever the fuck you need to do right now before you come here like do it you don't have no idea like fuck i remember um yeah this guy i i worked with a really cool guy from australia him he he was like he came here and i, I remember in my mind i kind of half laughed at him i don't know why like but because i was a fucking idiot but 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 you know he was like telling me when he came here i think 2004 2005 him and his girlfriend they were like selling shit online and i think cameras i forgot what the fuck they were selling but you know and i was just like yeah that's like but me i'm like i got my salary i'm good like fuck all that but he was making bank you know and like people who were flipping babe shit they were making bank you know and um like me, I'm just like, fuck, I got my job. I ain't got time for that shit. But in a pinch, that's what, you know, especially now with the way the world is going, wherever you are, just get your hustle, get your hustle on, get your hustle on, get your, get your, get your hustle on. That's not even the song. It's just get your grind on. <laughs> no, get your roll on. Everybody get your roll on. Cash Money Records, Google that, get your roll on. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Um. Uh, what else? Uh, will you have healthy? Yeah, that's what I need to put in. Um, I, there was an article. Let me let me put 
put this in is a if you check the description health care uh japan the one thing i fucking love about this country is the healthcare. Oh shit! Enroll in healthcare like as soon as you get in this bitch. Okay, okay. <laughs> Do that because like, especially because what happened with me is um, I ended up um, having to pay a shitload of money because um, fuck, it's a long story. Okay, <laughs> I gotta tell the story really quickly. All right, so basically when I, um my my company that I worked for when I first came to Japan, they were, again you, you heard the story. Nova was a huge conglomerate. They also had a healthcare. Um, plan right it was like travel healthcare. so you know uh, I remember talking to my boss at the time which I was who do you listen to you need to listen to people who, you know you need to watch who you listen to to get advice of course he works for the company so he's gonna push the company plan you know and he's like yeah you know how long are you planning to stay here I'm like ah, a couple of years he's like ah, you don't need to sign up for the Japanese healthcare system just sign up for the company system all right cool you know I'm a dumbass 22 year old I don't know shit so fast forward to me like like four or five years later and i'm like shit actually i'm here for a while i need i fuck i kind of want to have like i think i cut that healthcare. i kind of want to have like a real healthcare. you know i'm in my late 20s at the time like i'm like shit like i'm you know no spring chicken anymore i kind of want real healthcare. so if you don't if, if, if you don't sign up for the healthcare system here you have to pay two years worth of healthcare. so i had to pay like a lump sum of i think like about four thousand dollars or something some several thousand dollars it shit hurt you know to enter the healthcare system but now that i'm here shit's gravy you know and there's a um an article i saw the other day i took a picture of it check the description of a person explaining why they love a Japanese person, why they love the Japanese healthcare system. And I think someone's their dad had like open heart surgery or some shit like that. And you could see the bill was like about like twenty, thirty thousand dollars, you know, equivalent. I forgot exactly how much, but how much they paid was like seven hundred dollars. You know, so because there are certain caps and limits on that. And me, every time I go to the doctor here, I'm freaking the fuck out. I'm like, oh shit, how much is this shit gonna cost me? Fuck, because I'm so conditioned from like the American healthcare system. Like, I'm gonna this shit's gonna bankrupt because I got a fucking hangnail fuck like you know and I'm going in there like I'm emptying out my bank account I got like all the money in the world all my money in the world in my wallet and they're like okay it's just gonna be this much I'm just like oh shit okay even me going to the chiropractor yesterday I was like fuck how much do I need do I need like 300 bucks 400 bucks how much does this shit cost it was like 60 bucks like it was you know <laughs> fucking got me right like he was like yeah hey, take this course like you know after several months of treatment it'll be like 400 beans you'll be all right I'm like Psh yes so you know um definitely sign up for the japanese healthcare system when you get here or as soon as you can get here um it's just worth it it really is like you just don't know what life happens you just don't know what the fuck so um uh yeah what and who what and who are you leaving behind that i really can't answer for you guys because you know uh, my family was supportive of me coming here uh, my sister was telling me all the time you ain't never coming back <laughs> I was like, I'm coming. Come on, I'm coming back. She's like, you ain't going to go see your ass again. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> um, you know, but, but, but yeah, it was a bit of a, a, I would say, I would say clear the air with the people you're leaving behind. Let them know that the, there's a possibility that you might not come back. It would be something that I would suggest you do. Um, that's just, hey, dog, you don't eat. Ah, 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 hey, dog, hey, come on now. <laughs> there's like a little piece of lint on the, uh, on the, ground and he's like sniffing at it about to eat it and so <laughs> all right so so definitely um god damn it okay <laughs> so um 
<laughs> okay, hold on one second. You guys let me stop right there. Hold on, hold on. Okay, sorry, you guys. I'm, I'm back. Sorry about that. Uh, I told you, she's crazy. This episode's fucking crazy. Anyway, um, yeah, who are you leaving behind? You know, clear the air with those people before you leave. That's going to be something very important you do. I just realized uh, I was just informed. I got to get the fuck out of here. So um, I'm going to speed through the last one. If you're being offered a job, how secure is it? That is a really important one. Um, I got to go through. I was thinking about it before. I got to go through. Let me type myself a note while I'm here. Um, for the next episode, we have to go through the different types of uh, types of one second of contracts jobs uh, yeah we have to talk about the different types of jobs i wanted to do that here now because this is really 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 important uh in understanding you know your rights and what can and can't happen in your job uh, in japan next time I'll, again i'll get into it um uh, so yeah, can, can you afford the cost of moving overseas? I would imagine that's more. I, again, I ain't re, you know I ain't read this article. I'm just looking at the headlines. But I would imagine you know what are your running costs in your home country? What what things are you leaving behind? Um, you know obligations you have back there. Like I said, car. Like I just sold my car as soon as I came to Japan. Again, I, I just graduated a few months prior, so I really didn't have shit anything to worry about. But you might need to think about that. Consider that. Uh, and the last one, how long are you prepared to be away? For me, I would say uh, you never know. Like, especially if you're a guy, if you're a girl, I don't know. Like, you know, you might fall in love with the country. You might fall in love with the person. A lot of shit can happen. Like, um, so um, I would just say open, ask yourself, or open. it might be easy to say, like, hey, I could live there forever. I love Japan. But realistically being away from your family, being away from your friends. What if someone gets sick? What if something happens? Like, you know, um, you know, trying to establish a foothold in this country. And I would say um, probably the best advice I can give you is come to Japan with the mindset that you are going to live here for the rest of your life and prepare for living here. And my dog's back on my lap again. Prepare for living here for the rest of your life. And what I mean by that is make career moves, you know, make studying Japanese, trying to establish a business, making connections, networking, like, you know, those kind of things from the gate is, you know, of course, depending on how much motivation you have, but especially in these times now, the more motivation you have, the better, because, um, it'll just lead you on a good footing, you know, and if it does happen where, you know, you do fall in love, you meet someone, you decide to stay here, whatever, you're, you're at least down the road, not like my dumb ass where, you know, I was like, Oh shit, what am I going to do now for like about, you know, good four or five years of my life. And now finally I'm on that road. But if I start, of course I'm bullshitting, but you, but you know what I mean? Like it, it just, you know, always be prepared and, and just put the the best foot forward is what I would tell myself 16 years ago. You know, like, yes, enjoy your life here. Yes, it's a great place, great place to live. But I've, you've probably heard me say this. It gets more difficult the longer you're here. Right. So the longer you're here, the when the challenges start to pop up and you kind of want to address those things before they come up because they take years to address. <laughs> like, trust me, like the big issues that are going to happen, it's not going to be a solution that happens overnight. So that's going to be my, my my solution for that. That's going to be what the fuck I got for you guys. Um, 
So yeah, okay, boom, perfect, 30 minutes, perfect, let me get the fuck out of here, next episode I'm gonna do a lot more prep, Rod, I got you, um, the Japanese stuff, I got y'all, um, I got some other shit, so alright y'all, holla at you next time, peace.